My name is Bureaucratic. This is Any Vet. Hey, this is Golf Club. Hey, what's up? It's Caster. Hey, this is Stylist. Hey, what's up? This is Cofressi. Hey, this is Jack London. Hey, this is Kiva. This is Cloud Cord. What's up? This is Wicked the Instigator. This is Jesse Breda. Hey, this is Jason Hand. Hey, this is Father Funk. Hey, this is Dunks from the Funk Hunters. This is Incanti. What's up, y'all? This is Unlimited Gravity. This is MCG. This is Max Future. Yeah, listen to the Green Room Podcast. This is the Green Room Podcast. And you're listening to the Green Room Podcast. Hey, this is Co Paris, and you're listening to the Green Room Podcast. This is Fleming Ghosts, and you are listening to Green Room Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the first installment of our little mini series called The Seltzer Wars. Ladies and gentlemen, The Seltzer Wars. Yeah, boy! The Seltzer Wars. Now, what are the Seltzer Wars? The Seltzer Wars, kind of a little bit of um, a March Madness place filler for you guys. I know in the world of sports, a lot has been canceled. Right now, in mid-March, everybody's super hot on March Madness, and everybody's missing it. It's kind of like a cultural phenomenon for the people here in the U.S. that follow college basketball, and even those who don't. So it's kind of a big deal. So we're going to fill that void with the Seltzer Wars. And what we have are 16 Seltzer brands that we're (laughs) going to pit off one against one, a taste-off. Each round will be a taste-off between Megan and myself, and we are going to determine the national champion of Seltzer. So we put the fun in phenomenon. We'll put the fun in phenomenon. Is that, <laughs> it? Is that the word? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we have 16 teams. We have four regions, and we're going to have a one through four seed in each region. And we're going to go through each region uh, one by one. Basically, this will be our bracketology episode, this first episode. So... Megan, first, I'm going to go through the region names, Mm, right? This is my favorite part. This is your favorite part. Yeah. Okay, so we have the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line region. (laughs) We we have... Uh, Let's keep in mind, everybody, that all of these competitions will be taking place... Yes, in, in, d- in said locations, okay. right? So, all right, so first one um, Royal Caribbean place. Cruise. Boom. And then to a distant neighbor to the Royal Caribbean Cruise, we have the Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, heading east, we have the New York subway system. And then... The tight squeeze. <laughs> yeah. And then last but not least... Coachella main stage. Mm. Yes. Always wanted to see. Yes, yes. We always wanted to see who would be there at the yeah. end, who would be left standing, wow. right? You know, a little uh, side Congrats story. to us. A little side story about Coachella. Um, we both had uh, high hopes for Coachella this year. Um, you have your own personal reasons. I really, really was excited for Rage Against the Machine to come back. And, you know, the last time Rage Against the Machine got together and played shows was my senior year of college in 2008 and one of those shows was right here in the Twin Cities in St. Paul. They, or I believe it was, no, Minneapolis. They played at the Target Center where the Timberwolves play. And it was one of their four shows. They hadn't played in forever at that point. And I was like, ah, you know, they'll be back together. I'll see them soon. Guess what? They didn't get back together until this year. It's been 12 years I've been waiting for it. I had tickets for them at Alpine Valley this year. And you know what? As luck may have it with uh, the quarantine here, I may not get to see them yet again. So, fuck me, right? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, I have 
I have bands I'll, I'll never see, I feel like, but, like, I haven't been, like, dying to see them, I guess, for 12 years, so. I, I haven't been dying to see them. It's just one of those things that they're coming back. Yeah. I wanted to see them. I really wanted to see Blink-182, oh, and yeah. they just toured again, like, sort of recently. Really? Yeah. Like, I want to say last year. Really? Yeah, but uh, I did not go. It's one of those things, so, you know, you can't see everything. Yeah, and I've weren't, like, Rage Against the Machine tickets, like, $5 billion? Um, I got tickets at Alpine Valley in the lower level, in the seated level, for uh, 170 Okay, that's not, not that bad. No, People they're, are they're, saying they're recent. I mean, the ticket, the value, Excel face value. Center or something was, like, $300 oh, ticket or something. The, you're thinking of the Rolling Stones concerts. No, I'm definitely not. Oh, the Rolling Stones tickets, though, are, like, minimum, like, three, four hundred. That's insane, G, too. For, like, GA or nosebleeds. It's insane, man. It's crazy. Anyway, anyway, so we getting back to the bracketology here and the, the issue at hand. Seltzers. The seltzer issue at hand, the seltzer wars. We have, again, the Royal Caribbean Division. We have the St. Patrick's Day Parade Division. We have the New York Subway Division and Coachella Main Stage. Also, maybe Ultra Main Stage. Also, maybe South by Southwest as a whole. Why not? Let's throw them in there. <laughs> and then I project um, EDC main stage. The EDC main stage. <laughs> and uh, so the uh, the quote national championship of seltzer taste offs will be taking place right here in Minneapolis St. Paul in what I like to call Minneapolis St. Paul. Minneapolis St. Paul in what I like to call what I like to call the uh, the governor's ban. The governor's ban ball. So. <laughs> While the uh, <laughs> current restaurants and bars are closed down due to a mandated ban by the governor. Um, you can come see us. We have 49 tickets for sale. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, this affects a lot of people out there. So if you're listening and you're out there in, in many states that have done this and you're without a job, myself included, uh, we feel for you and uh, the people who depend on you. So um, do what you have to do out there file for unemployment um you know make ends meet whatever whatever you need to do we feel for you anyway, we're gonna be okay again we're gonna be okay again the kids we, will be all right you know megan and i were talking about this earlier i think this is a great opportunity for humanity to prove itself so uh when one door shuts many doors open and i think we have um a lot that we can be positive about in this trying time so, that For being sure. said, though, let's get back to the Seltzer Wars. Yeah, yeah all right. Who's, who's in right. these brackets, Pat? <clears throat> so, in the, first, in the first region, in the Royal Caribbean region, we have the number one seed, and that is a new big boy on the block. Mm. Yes, uh, I am talking about Bud Light Seltzer. Okay. Yes. I don't know if you've tried it, Megan. I think you have. You said you have. I've tried it myself. I've, I have, but, you know, like, I've... I've probably tried like maybe half of the seltzers that are in this bracket and yeah. um I've never tried them really side by side. Okay. Maybe a couple. Yeah, you know, I've tried I've tried White Claw alongside a couple of them, but that right. but there's many left to be It's hard to tell, you know, like when it's hot as shit out at a festival or whatever. Mhm. It, anything's nice. So Right. <laughs> right. So this would be interesting to compare them like side by side, right? And so without interesting. without without the uh <laughs> right. With Without the actual thing in front of you, we're going to be doing some blind tasting here. I think it might be eye-opening. I hope. 
<laughs> maybe maybe the, maybe what we suspect to win all along will be the favorites. So anyway, in this first division, we'll, we'll go through it. We'll go back. So we have the Bud Light Hard Seltzer as the one seed. Uh, the number two seed, we mm-hmm. have Henry's Hard Soda. Oh, yeah. okay. I've okay. tried a few of those flavors before. Yeah, I, I have high hopes. That's their favorite. I so. have high hopes, Megan. I have high hopes. I okay. had a really great night okay. when I was drinking Henry's. So um, the, number, <laughs> the, the number three seed in the uh, Royal Caribbean division is a little newer one. It's called High Noon. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. Yeah. Okay, so that's the three seed. The number four seed is going to be uh, a local Minneapolis-St. Paul add-in Bauhaus Brew Labs. Bauhaus Brew Labs is making their own seltzer now, so mm-hmm. we're going to give them a nod and bring them into the tournament. All I right? really like some of, well, I like one of Bauhaus's beer, particularly. Um, the Sky 10. They do a double oh, IPA that's the double IPA, Sky yeah. 5 It's like a double year, West Coast. It's really delicious. Yeah. Region number two. Region number two. Region number two is the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And I know this is going to be coming out after St. Patrick's Day, and we're recording it after St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't mean that it's not an important moment in 2020 history. So we give them the nod for the second region. And the number one seed has been a fan favorite for a long time. The number one seed in the St. Patrick's Day parade region is truly. Oh, God. Yeah. A lot of people really love it. I don't. I truly don't. Well, you know. You might if you blind taste test it. So yeah. that's what we're going to find out. Yeah, you know, you're totally right. I I said this to Pat today, too. He's like, this is going to be an expensive adventure. And <laughs> really I'm like, okay, is, well, we'll dude. just, like, go to one of those places where you could just buy, like, one can of shit. Right. But then he's like, you know, well, what if we raided White Claw based on lime? And I was like, you're right. I yeah, would you hate can't, it. So you it's can't not just, fair. You can't just pick one. Fl- you, if you pick one flavor, you might get the bad one. That was just a so, very profound thing to prove your point. Yeah, yeah. And so here we are. So now we have to try all four flavors of all of the things. Not necessarily. Now we have a we have. I a, think um, we do. No, we have a uh, a method. Well, we're still figuring out the methodology of this, but this is the bracketology episode. So we're just we're getting the teams down first. Okay, let's okay. cut that out so no one knows we have no idea what we're doing. It's okay. Nobody has any idea what they're doing these days. That's true. Go yeah. on. Anyway, so truly is the number one seed in that division, and number two seed. In the St. Patrick's Day Parade division, uh, only based on name alone, I gave them the two seed, is the uh, Natural Light Hard Seltzers. Oh my I'm not God. talking about Natter Days. Aloha Beaches. I'm talking about Aloha Beaches. And, and then there's one more flavor, too. Um, I, I forget totally it. know what it is. Yeah, I forget Aloha it. Aloha Beaches and... Um, Catalina Lime Mixer. Yes, that's right. That's Boom. right. So we got those two. I hate two. lime, so I had that memorized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody seems to hate lime. And we were talking about this earlier. Why does every 12-pack, like, sampler, flavor sampler you get, you open up one side, and it's 100% of the time Because I think everybody lime. has a, a lime friend. <sighs> I, <laughs> I guess so. Doesn't everybody have, like, a friend that's kind of a lime? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, and it's so true. It's so true. All right, moving There's on. There's a lime in every group. Moving but, on. Moving on. Hold on, hold on. I just have to say, I didn't even know that Mountain Dew was lime-flavored yeah, until lime I was, lime. like, 26. Really? Yeah, because I was bitching about lime, and somebody was like, but you love Mountain Dew, and I just had, like, this moment of, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, in my head, it tasted like Mountain Dew. Right. Yeah. 
So anyway, I know. and I think that I would say the same about Dr. Pepper, but they also like throw a, a, a like a curveball you with that because they're like 23 flavors, but like, like we all know black cherry. We all know <laughs> it's just root beer and cinnamon. I didn't know that. I don't either. I'm just guessing. That's not what it is. Well, it tastes like it, it tastes to me. like black cherry. It could be regardless. It's moving black on. cherry, everybody. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. The number three, the number three seed. And let me let me preface this before we go any further. These are all subject subject to change because we're still kind of we're like so back to charge. Yeah, these are all subject to change because we're still kind of shooting from the hip here. And uh, some of these, I pulled these uh, based off of some online lists, are of, due to availability. So we may have to change these up as we go due to availability. Mm-hmm. I already had to do that today when I was prepping, especially during this drought yes there's a drought going on so all right the number three seed like i said in the saint patrick's day parade region is press and press is an old school one and we actually picked this up we actually picked this up for the first round and they rebranded and it looks super clean super sexy i like it they've always had very nice graphic design Mm -hmm. and for those out there that give a shit their new case is matte and so is their can. So there's no gloss finish on either, and I love it. Right. It's fantastic. Right. So, okay, so <laughs> moving on. The number four seed in the St. Patrick's Day region, and I will, it's called Seek Out. I um, will try to find Seek you. Seek Out is delicious. Is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe the underdog. It's Gray's favorite salsa. Really? Is yeah. it really? We have mutual yeah, friend she loves Gray. it. They do make a very delicious one that's... Juniper cucumber, I believe. Yeah, I saw that online. And oh my God, it's really? so effing good. Yeah, it's two perfect notes, honestly, from the earthiness of the juniper and then the super fresh pop from the cucumber. And awesome. it's not too sweet at all. So I really cool. dig that. Well, I'm excited to try to find it. I will seek it out. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we have our first two regions covered right now. We Ooh. talked about the Royal Caribbean Lines region and we talked about the St. Patrick's Day region. Moving on east... We have the New York subway system region. Mm. Are you ready for it, Megan? Mm. So number one, and I think this is the overall number one seed, White Claw. Why? Why not? If you have to ask, wake the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you know you know it's the best. It's probably going to win. In my opinion, it's probably going to win. This people is like affiliate us with White Claw. Do they? Yes. Like us? People have come up to me and been like, I only drink White Claw around you. I'm like, well, where, are you, where do you even go? Because yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's not just. They've been around forever. Me. We well, I know they haven't been around in every part of the uh, U.S. forever, but they've been around in the Midwest for a long time. Because I believe they're based out of Chicago. And, they are, yeah. And we've had them for like two years now, and we've been hyping them up. And I know it's there so was funny, a white claw. Sh- like now into this yeah. because like Zima, my mom would have a Zima when we go to Taco Treat. Taco in Treat in Montana. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. But yeah, my mom would have a freaking Zima, and I never knew what it was. It's, until... Zima's a little different. Zima's a lemon-lime malt liquor. So it's a little bit different um, than a seltzer. Bro, this is a malt liquor. Is it? Yes, look at the can. Um, premium malt beverage with natural flavors. Yeah, alert everybody, seltzers are malt liquor. Oh, well... I feel like Zima's so, yeah, a little bit... yeah, you're drinking a fancy high-gravity... <laughs> Zima. Fancy Colt 45. <laughs> anyway, so Zima... Zima is a freaking... Well, Zima, like, I feel like, is more... Prehistoric uh, White Claw. But, yeah, they're way more sugary. 
way more sugary than White Claws. So yeah, because that was different. the that fitness was, movement wasn't happening anymore. Yeah, in the 90s, in the early people, 2000s, people didn't care 90s. about sugar people in the 90s. People were over it. They wanted that Hawaiian punch. You know, <laughs> they needed it. Oh, um, my God. All right, so White Claw in the New York subway system region, White Claw is the number one seed. The number two seed, and I haven't even seen this stuff, but I'm excited to try to find it, is called the, uh, where are we at here? Sousa Agua Fuerte. Sousa Sousa Firewater is the translation. So Sousa Agua Fuerte. What? Now, I gave them a two seed. Where? where, I know, I know. I gave them a two seed because it's Sousa, and it's the only contestant in this tournament that is tequila-based. Gross. Maybe. I mean, I love Maybe. tequila. Maybe. Okay, now that you're saying this, I definitely saw them at a liquor store. Really? Yeah, cool, but so it wasn't it. a seltzer. Does this even qualify? Yeah. It's it was a tequila on the, seltzer? Well, we're going to give them a nod so Holy they can shit. come in. They can come in. We're okay. going to give them a wild card nod. But they're the two seed because I have high hopes. Okay. And you know what? I just like to mix it up. Cool, cool. So the three seed here is one I've never heard of, but I'm excited to try to find it. It's called Crook and Marker. Have you ever heard of it? I've not. Yeah, I haven't either. But no, it was, I totally have. They have, have very you? bold graphics. Yeah. Well, it was it was rated highly on some sites that I looked at. Yeah. You know, and so like I recall not really caring for it, but really? you know, um, like we've said, I'll probably get proven wrong multiple times throughout this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never know. That's what stay we're here. Humble. That's what we're doing. This we're doing humble. this for the people, so they don't have to do it. You know, for the people. We're doing this for the people. <laughs> And okay, so the number four seed in that division is our second local entry. It is the uh, Liftbridge Hard Seltzer. Liftbridge is, I believe, based out of Stillwater, Minnesota, which is right on the border. It's about twenty minutes away from yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, and Liftbridge was the first seltzer I ever saw on tap. Yeah, really? Yes. Where at? Market Barbecue. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it, and. Now that I think of it, I think I saw it a couple other places, but that was the first time they had one called Juice Box. Yeah, they do have one, ju- Juice Box. Yeah. I'm looking and at it right now. And I never now. tried it because it's very sugary. Yeah. It's called the is, Northwoods Juice Box. Yeah, and I think that was a misstep by them because yeah. that's, a, and I think that's it's a misstep like, by many that's people. That's why people like seltzers is because they like the um, the dietary reasons Exactly. So when yeah, you're making a sparkling wine cooler at that point mm-hmm. in my eyes when it's all sugary. In my head, seltzer... Is water based right. to a degree. Right. You want 100, maybe tops 120 calories. You want like less than one gram of sugar. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> that's what we're looking for here in 2020. You know, that's how, that's how you're going to win. These are the stats we want. And these, that's how you're going to win the championship, guys. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was the uh, New York subway region. And last but not least, the music festival main stage circuit. So the number one seed. Now, this is. One a lot of people really like. I personally have tried it. I'm not a fan. I might, maybe I wasn't into the can design. I don't know. Bon and Viv. You heard of it? I totally have. The can design is the worst on the planet. Yeah. That being said, it wasn't terrible. It tasted very similar to White Claw, to be honest with you. You know what? So speaking of White Claw. I just mean like the basic flavors, like the the lime and the grapefruit, which I feel like. Pretty much everyone Everybody's does pretty doing well. It. Yeah. So the reason why I got this, I drank it uh, because I brought it to my friend's 4th of July party this past year. And the reason why is because White Claw expanded to the mountain states and we had a White Claw shortage. 
We may or may not have talked about that on prior podcast episodes. I know we have. <laughs> I know so we have. Hilarious. There was a white claw shortage. And hey, thanks, what Utah. What also happened during that was that um, right prior to this shortage, there were a lot of rumors about uh, white claw in general because if people who are white claw enthusiasts like us remember, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> They were in the little short fat can for a while. Like, White Claws came in a beer can for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And everybody was surmising as to why. Mm-hmm. But well, my, I surmised that it had always been seen as a feminist drink because... Oh, I, wanna, I know exactly where you're going. Yep. And yep. because the can was small and thin, and yeah. usually only things that come in thin cans are skinny drinks. You know, right. like... Um, Michelob f- 59 or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah, of yeah. one right now, but like... Yeah, I know what you're you talking know, about. The, yeah. the skinny people. Beers. Or like or like the beer, Red Bulls. It's like energy drink type of a vibe. You know? I guess, in my eyes, I saw it as a feminine... I did too. It looked pretty feminine. I did too. And I mean, I know that people believe that because I've watched guys at the bar order like two and then be like, like adamantly, like as they're paying and as they're ordering, like it's for my girlfriend. Oh, it's for my girlfriend. Right. And then they'll drink them like right in front of my face. We have a drink. We have a beer that we have at our bar that is pink. And I was gonna say a, the pink one. The pink one, and it's a <laughs> it's a pink beer. It's hibiscus infused pilsner, and people order it all the time. They're like, "Oh, I'll have that pink rabbit pilsner it's for from my Indeed." And no, they don't even know. And I like now it's gotten to the point where I have to ask them if they had it before. But because for a while I would serve it up to them, and they're like, "Oh." It's it's actually pink, and I could just see the emasculation. Their balls fall off. Yeah, yeah, I could see the emasculation, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want it." And I'm like, "Have you tried it?" Oh my god! And they, they just don't want it. it. That's they don't absolutely want it. It's ridiculous. happened multiple times. Okay, multiple well, times. Anyway, um, I thought the can looked pretty feminine. I re- resolved that the reason that they had changed it to a normal beer can is because dudes would feel less weird about drinking it. Mm-hmm. And um, all of that was dumb and bullshit. I spent way too much time thinking into that, and so did all of you. Um, it was actually <laughs> yeah. just because they ran out of fucking cans. Really? Yeah, Is that why? That was why it happened right at the tail end, and then there was a shortage. Oh. And then they came back with a fury. Wow. But I didn't know that. That's what happened. You know, these things will go down in the Wikipedia, in the annals of Wikipedia. <laughs> the annals of Wikipedia. <laughs> well said. All right, we got to keep moving on. So, continuing on Keep in the uh, main the main stage okay, concert circuit now. festival circuit uh, division. Number one, Bon and Viv. Viv. Number two, Smirnoff Hard Seltzer. What? I haven't seen it. Me either. I'm excited to try to find it. What's the difference between that and like the Smirnoff Ices? We're about to find What's out. What's an maybe. ice then? We're about to find What's, out. What technically is that then? We're about to find like out. Smirnoff man. Ice. We're gonna find out. Jesus, Pat, that is not what I'm saying. Like, what is what Smirnoff exists ice, already? Smirnoff Ice is closer to Zima, much more sugary. Which we just resolved is just sugary malt liquor. Exactly. Maybe sugar content. So we'll okay. figure it out. Um, number three. I'm going to ice you so hard soon. Number three in that division. You familiar with the highball energy drinks? Mm-hmm. Organic. Did you know they made a hard seltzer? No. They do. Oh, my God. It's an organic. Is it organic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an organic hard seltzer out of Oregon. So I give them the, the number three seed just from name recognition alone, but also kind of a departure from their bread and butter. Yeah. So but a, we'll see. a logical departure. Yes. And my superpower is knowing if things aren't organic. So we'll see about it, Highball. We'll see. Because my mouth will itch if yeah. it isn't. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, the number four seed in this bracket 
because they deserve to be last. Corona hard seltzer. Ugh, why do you hate Corona so bad? Because of the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. They got to dig themselves out of a hole. Well, that's our bracketology episode, Megan. We're going to come back, uh, episode two, with the very first round of tasting. <laughs>